Love Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. And welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Thursday to you guys. Hope that this week has been fantastic and phenomenal for you guys. And if you didn't know, the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show is brought to you by YRN 1328. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally on many sites. So big shouts out to YRN 1328 for holding us down over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And, of course, you guys, if you didn't know, uh, we got a special guest, uh, more like family, coming on the show tonight, you guys. And uh, we're going to have Dr. Uwe joining us. Yes, that is his name. Uh, he's going to be joining us for some mental stimulation this evening. I figure we all could use some mental stimulation from time to time. And so he's going to come on, and people have uh, submitted their questions uh, for him tonight. So they are eagerly anticipating um, you know, his response uh, to some of these relationship questions, uh, you name it. We got a variety of questions tonight that he's going to be uh, sharing his thoughts and inputs on this evening. So I am excited to have him on here. And as always, um, if you guys are out there and you want to call in or you want to ask a question, feel free to inbox me on Facebook at Bianca Fly. Or if you want to call in and, and you got that courage to, to speak on the mic, you can do that by calling in at 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And so uh, tonight, you guys, get ready to listen to a uh, various amount of different um, questions from our listeners. Um, and I definitely want to thank everybody who uh, poured out their questions um, today. I mean, it went on and on and on and on for comments and comments, comments down through the thread. And so I'm going to be sharing those questions tonight. And uh, hopefully you guys uh, get the answer that you're looking for this evening, you guys. And so uh, what we're going to do, you guys, we're going to take a little commercial break. We're going to come back and we're going to welcome my special guest of the evening, you guys, Dr. Ooey, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, everyone. It's me, Lisa, from the Conversations with Trent Show featuring, you guessed it, me. Be sure to tune in Friday nights. 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, as we strive to guide you to greater authentic living, right here on your radio network, YRN 1328. 
And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And as stated earlier, you guys, this is an evening for a little bit of mental stimulation, you guys. And so we got some questions uh, from some listeners of the show um, tonight, and we're going to delve into. But, of course, first you're going to get to meet our special guest of the evening, you guys. Dr. Uwe is in the building. Dr. Uwe, you there? Hey, you know I am. What is good? <laughs> How you doing? I am absolutely stupendous. I'm doing well. I'm so glad to be here with you. It's been a minute. I know. It's been a while. Um, if you guys didn't know, uh, me and Dr. Uwe, we, we go way back, man. Uh, man, to the beginning uh, of the Beautiful Butterfly Show and when I was doing other shows as well. And so uh, we, we go back some years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some years. I think it was way back in 2009 or six. Something yeah. like that, or early 1900s, one of them. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And so, of course, I know the folks out here want to know um, about yourself. So so what can you tell the folks out here um, about yourself? Well, my name is Dr. Uwe. I'm Uwe, not because of what I can do in between the knees. It's actually what I can do in between the ears. Me, a person like myself, is the one that actually gives you that ooh-wee moment. You perhaps may have not heard it quite this way, or perhaps you never heard it before. So I'm Dr. Ooh-wee. I have a PhD in common sense and a little bit more, you know, and I'm, you know, came here just to represent the men, those who have a little bit to say about themselves, and, you know, and I just love, I just love the beautiful butterfly show. Aww. Definitely appreciate it. And of course, um, I want to talk to you because um, a lot of times people don't always have mentally, I guess, stimulating conversations. And do you think it is is important uh, for us to be mentally stimulated by the conversations that we have with certain individuals? I am a firm believer that without mental stimulation, you are doing nothing but masturbating and you're losing actual time. You're wasting your time. I always have told guys, fellas, even the ladies whom I've mentored throughout the years, that if a person can't stimulate your brain, they can't stay in your presence. Hmm. Sex Mm -hmm. soon, sex soon dies out. Good looks, good looks tend to become normal after a while. I don't know about you, but I just can't eat my favorite food every day and all the time. i got to spice it up here and there, but there's got to be something about it that keeps me coming back at it. And so with that being said, if you can't get in between someone's ears, as we call it way back in the day, mental intercourse, mental foreplay, mental afterplay, You'll never have what's called a mental orgasm. I don't know about you, Butterfly, but that moment when you're just sitting at the stoplight and you just reminiscing, going your mouth wide open, something drooling or whatever, and the horn goes, horn goes off, and you just sitting in traffic just wondering about that Negro, where he at? <laughs> you heard me? I heard you. <laughs> Absolutely, and of course, for a lot of the folks out here, especially when it comes to um, women, and I'm pretty sure you've had various conversations about this um, in the past, about why is it that we as women feel that it's challenging 
um, to be mentally stimulated in conversation by men. You hear women all the time like, well, you know, I just want somebody to stimulate my mind and, you know, have these great conversations. Why do you think it's hard for some men to actually have stimulating conversations with us as women? Well, I'm going to say this, and perhaps I don't know if they're going to come after my license or not, according to the community <laughs> of the of the brotherhood. But I'm, I'm going to say this, and I want you to hear me well, fellas. You may not believe me, and women, I guess they'll believe me with 100 percent. The truth of the matter is, ladies, that women are smarter than men. Hmm. It is actually is the truth that you are always, no matter what age you are or he is, you are always at least seven years smarter. I didn't say wiser, fellas, so please let me back in. Uh, <laughs> they are smarter. They can manipulate you. They can do all that other kind of stuff. So, therefore, women are intellectual beings by nature. And mm-hmm. so you have to make them want you, fellas. Now, if you can't, Tickle what's in between her ears. Getting in between her knees is by her permission alone anyway. So if you can only do that, then the, then the body itself tends to reject the normalcy. You have to get into the brain. Penetrate, penetrate the obligatum, you know, penetrate that, and you'll do fine. You will have a mental intercourse uh, butterfly is when that person is no longer there, but a song, a word, a touch, a color, anything will make her reminisce back to her or back to him, should I say. Uh, And that alone will find her enjoying sex on a whole new level. And I'm going to say this and, you know, move on to the next question. But the main reason I would say a lot of guys can't get what they well, the light of women can't get what they want out of a guy when it comes to mental stimulation is because a lot of guys are wrapped up in the PS3, Xbox, Instagram, <laughs> social media, and they have dumbed down their ability right. to rap, chat, or talk. And so mm-hmm. they tend to only be able to come on a carnal, no pun intended, come on a carnal level that she just can't just deal with it. And a lot of women are dumbing down or numbing themselves just to deal Mm -hmm. with the so-called man today. Right. Right. Absolutely. Because you've had so many women talk about in the past, you know, oh, I come home from work, you know, he's playing the game, or you've had women talk about how they want to go out, they want to do stuff, but, you know, he's, he may be watching the football game, or he got the he got the fellas over or whatnot. And so a lot of their desires, I guess, are kind of pushed to the side because they're sitting here watching a grown man, you know, play video games or hang out with his fellas um, <laughs> repeatedly every weekend. Yeah, that's true. There's a a, a, um, a woman that goes by the name of Jane Elliott, uh, totally off the premise, but she is um, amazing when she's talking about boys grown tall. Hmm. We have that in number 45 within the presidency now. Uh, someone who is a grown, who is grown in age, but still mentally a little child. Right. So if your man is so caught up and wrapped up in the video games, uh, maybe you are a pedophile lady. Mm, interesting. Mentally pedophile, pedophilia. Because here's the deal. 
we have different levels of maturity. You have Mm -hmm. the level of maturity in finances, level of maturity in emotions, in feelings, physical. There's There's a level of maturity there. There's different realms to every aspect of your life. If he is stuck on games and playing games, not only on the video game, but out there in the street as well, ma'am, miss, what are you doing with him? Mm, very true. Very true. Now, we had a guest on um, this past month who talked about when it comes to men. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. men exhibit things in their adulthood which they weren't taught when they were growing up, meaning if if you have a guy who was not taught, you know, how to perhaps court a lady or take her out to dinner or have them, those type of stimulated conversations with women, when he gets into adulthood, he, he doesn't know about it. He, he's not prepared for it. Do you believe this is true? Do you believe that is that we must obtain things within our youth in order for those to follow into our adulthood? Oh, Absolutely. A lot of men are suffering uh, from not being able to romance, provide. Right. Right. Uh, they're also uh, uh, suffering from uh, not even knowing how to cook or properly wash themselves. Right. To right. be told. No, no, let, let me say this as well. I said this one uh, sometimes in the in the past. I'm just going to put it out there. We as men grow up with this unwritten that we're going to sleep with dimes, marry nickels, but have children with spare change. You feel me? <laughs> and so we have this thing that we learn it from our uncles, brothers, cousins, or what have you, fathers, and, and it is something that is just written in our DNA. We're looking for that dime out there, but we don't add up to a wooden nickel. Mm. And then one of the most devastating things you can ever experience when it comes to a relationship is to find the person of your dreams or to realize they were not dreaming of you. Um, do you think, um, Dr. Uwe, as women, um, oftentimes I've had conversations with uh, girlfriends of mine um, who have talked about, you know, I just uh, want to meet this certain type of man and so forth. And they talk about how they keep running into or dating the same type of men. From your point of view, why is it that women, some women, continue to date the same type of men. They claim they want better. They claim they want different. But what is it that keeps them dating pretty much the exact same type of man? I said a while ago, um, what I've learned many years ago, that the highest form of ignorance uh, is to lie to yourself. Mm -hmm. Here we are. In this day and age, you call yourself grown. Right. But you haven't learned that you date your mind but marry your kind. The universe is a atmosphere of karma. What you put out there, you get. Now, hear this. Right. I've always have told those, never, women, don't you ever pray for a husband. Never. Now, they look at me and say, Dr. Uwe, you got to be crazy. I want a husband. <laughs> I said, well, what is a husband? She tells a woman would go on and say, well, a husband is a provider. Her husband loves his wife. A husband takes care of his family and all those things and things, and he stays loyal and all that, whatever. I said, okay, but you're forgetting the number one aspect of a husband. And mm-hmm. she says, what is that? 
A husband is a man that already has a wife. <laughs> so be careful for what you pray for because you just might get it. And you're wondering why you're going around here and getting these ninjas that already have somebody at home. So mm-hmm. it is best that you pray for you to be a wife because you can't be a wife unless you do have a husband you can call your own. So the main thing is why are they finding these type of people? It is because there's something within themselves as the guy, as the woman, who is that, the weekend type deal? Uh, mm-hmm. They're looking for Sh- that Shaza. weekend temporary. Shaza, I think it's her name. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shaza, Sizzy, I think it calls it Uzi. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. And it goes back to uh, what you were saying about women, um, developing and being more mature um, than guys. And so a lot of times, but women don't realize sometimes, like you said, we tend to dumb ourselves down because we see this man and there are certain aspects about him that we like. Maybe it's the way he dressed. Maybe it's the way he makes us feel, you know, or whatever. And so we continue, we kind of, it's almost like we're juggling within ourselves. Like, okay, well, I don't really like this, but I can deal with this. You know, I don't really care about this that he's doing, but I'm just going to, you know, deal with it and see where it goes from that purpose. I agree. And it's like going to the goodwill. You know it's already used and abused, and it's on his last leg. But you're going in to find something cheap you can just get away with and wear from time to time. And so these women are out here now, they're finding themselves numbing or dumbing down their expectations so they can just have what is called somebody. Right. Now hear this. After you've gone through the rubbish pile but so many times, you find yourself doing one thing you don't want to admit to. You are no longer the victim. You have become the volunteer. So whatever mm-hmm. he throws your way, baby girl, you already knew it was coming. But you want to play dumb. Absolutely. Right. But the fact of the matter is you knew he was a snake from the jump. Absolutely. What do you believe? Um, because oftentimes we hear about women um, liking and being attracted to those quote unquote bad boys. Um, maybe, maybe he's a you know street pharmacist. Maybe he's this, this rugged hardcore hood dude or whatnot. And so a lot of times women are attracted to men like that. However, every woman is not capable of dealing with that person's lifestyle. Um, and so you hear women say, you know, well, I want a bad boy, this and that and the third. What do you believe are some of the characteristics that even entice a woman to be attracted uh, to someone that they probably would never even hold a conversation with on a day-to-day basis? Well, there's a level of thrill and competition that rides along with that. Some women enjoy the bad boy because he can pretty much do good things for her. Oftentimes she wants to feel protected, so therefore a man who's already in the street fighting drugs or whatever it is, she believes he can pretty much look out on her best behalf. Foolishness, nonetheless. But I'm going to tell you this. A lot of them end up in domestic violence. And Mm. they tend to suffer from what is called the Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm in Stockholm, Australia, where uh, there was a a bank robbery that happened. 
they went in. They took hostages. The police came, of course. And they took the demands according to the needs of the hostages. By meeting the demands, they let one hostage by one hostage go. Eventually, all the hostage fleed, left, and they came in and arrested the robbers. But when it came to the trial, guess who uh, was on the character witness on the behalf of the robbers? The hostages. They said they treated us nice. They made us feel good, and I was safe as long as I was there. I didn't feel threatened. That's the same thing that happens in a bad relationship. You know right. he is no good. You know something is wrong, but you stay right. because for some unforsaken reason, you believe he's good for you. Or hear this. A lot of you women, I know you're listening to me. You think you can change him, and that is the biggest mistake you can, t- you can make, trying to think you can change somebody. That has already gone too far. I think Kate Michelle sang it, sang it best. I can't raise a grown man. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad that you spoke about um, oftentimes these are situations where people deal with um, domestic violence and so forth. And so a lot of times um, in the past, guests that we've had on, <clears throat> just about everyone. I believe that we've had a conversation with about domestic violence often talks about having those moments of where they just wanted to stay, you know, even though this, this person is abusing them, mistreating them, maybe verbally abusing them. They had those moments where they just wanted to stay regardless of how bad the bruises were, regardless of what family members said to them, they wanted to stay because of that connection that they had with that person. Very true. But hear this. You know what it takes to convince yourself that smoking looks and feels good and tastes good to you? Mm. Do you know the process that it takes to become an alcoholic or a drug addict? You know going in that it was the wrong thing for you, but nonetheless, you tend to take sip or puff by puff in order, sniff by sniff, in order to feel good or better. When all, again, you're doing what I said before, which is the highest level of ignorance, is lying to yourself. People put themselves in their own situation or condition. Women are smarter than men, so for the jump, you already know what he's about and what he's capable of. The worst thing you can do, ladies, is to date, marry, or sleep with, hear this well, potential. Potential is something that is never exuded, never exercised. And if you're just dating him because he has the potential of being a good guy, you're out of your mind. Now, if he's on the way to exercising and making that a manifestation, then stick with it. Ride it out. Don't be that fool that's married Gucci and think it's all good because soon down the line you shall find subject to the same madness. Hmm. Very true. Very true, you guys. And so, of course, wow, we got a lot of folks who jumped on the phone lines. And uh, we definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in this evening, you guys. And if you're just joining us, we are on with Dr. Uwe tonight, you guys. And we're talking, having a, uh, about mental stimulation. And so we got some questions. Uh, from some listeners um, that we're going to be getting to here shortly. Um, but we've been talking about pretty much the breakdown of relationships 
um, and the connection between men and women and so forth. And so if you're out there, uh, you have a question or a comment for Dr. Uwe, feel free to call in. The number's 347-326-9139, you guys. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, but we're going to... Come back with more um, of Dr. Uwe, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Don't go nowhere. There is a musical revolution coming. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk. Topped off with the lyrical precision of the spoken one, Mr. Arrestus a day. Like, is you coming home? Is you 
And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say, uh, man, I really appreciate you guys who are hitting us up and everybody that's on the phone lines. Uh, definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in this evening. We are on uh, with Dr. Uwe, you guys, for some mental stimulation, you guys. And so we're going to get to um, some of our questions this evening as well. And don't forget, if you have a question regarding uh, a relationship, dating, um, you name it, intimacy, uh, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And all you got to do is press the one uh, once you come on to join the party with us. And I'll be happy to bring you on in, you guys. And so, Dr. Uwe, um, of yes, course, uh, you know, we just talked about uh, Shaza, Caesar, whatever her name is. Uh, <laughs> sushi. Sushi. Raw sushi. <laughs> and um, of course, our first question here comes from oh, okay, Kevin from Atlanta, Georgia. He says dating in Georgia has to be one of the hardest things um, that I've come across. Um, women all around here uh, seem to go for the same look: extra hair, extra booties and breasts that may not belong to them. And I'm oh. oftentimes. Uh, distracted more by their physical appearance than what's going on with them mentally. How do we as men get past the physical appearance of women 
and work on mm. the mental? Good question, Interesting. Kevin. Yeah. It is a good question, but hear this, Kevin. You <laughs> must first <laughs> first thing you want to do is stay away from Lennox Mall. I hope you heard me. <laughs> when they one time almost got assassinated. Dude, there's some different <laughs> folks out there. Lennox Mall is not for the street. But nonetheless, <laughs> to keep yourself out of that realm, Kevin, you have to do what I would call fasting. Get off of the porn. Get off of the social mm. media. Mm. Look within yourself and learn how to take a value in what you are calling relationship goals. Read something, say something of positivity as well as something of substance. When you remove yourself out of that world, porn, social media, which is soft porn, and cardinal conversations, you'll find yourself coming back to your natural self, which is a good man. When you Mm. do that, you'll find yourself attracting good women. Your selections will be different, and your your interests will be better. But you can't be amongst the guppies and expect to find salmon. Mm. So change Mm. your environment you change your outcome, point blank. Absolutely. Do you think that sometimes, um, Dr. Uwe, we as women and men, um, oftentimes you hear about the, the setting in which uh, men have met women and women have met men, whether that's in a club, a lounge, <laughs> at church, you name it. Do you believe that where we meet people, um, that beginning process definitely sets the tone uh, for how that relationship or lack thereof is going to go. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll say this. The two worst places to meet somebody and to date somebody is in the club or in the church. <laughs> one is hurt and one is about to get hurt. So uh, <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> uh, that's a little jokey joke, but I do mean it. Uh, where you do meet people does have to say a lot about where you're going. Mm -hmm. You have this thing called POF. You have black people meet. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have Christian mingle. You have all these different things that somehow broadens your horizon. Uh, You have, which I want to say this and realistically say, don't ever date somebody on your job. Uh, Don't date somebody whom somebody hooked you up with. Find out whom is good for you. Just by casual conversation, you will do a lot better by finding someone organically than going out there chasing after, such as Kevin, a big butt and a smile, or going to a club trying to hook up with somebody who's trying to drown their sorrows in a uh, Russian mock tie, what have you, no pun intended to 45, but, you know, trying to drown themselves in their sorrow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Linda from Dallas, Texas, um, says dating online seems to be the very new procedure for dating. Mm -hmm. It seems that Mm -hmm. most people only want to communicate through a keyboard or through text messaging. I am one for who likes to get out within social settings. However, I find myself 
be engaged in more conversations via online than those that I actually meet in where I live. Her question is, when dating online, how do you know that you're actually dealing with a legit person and that you're not being catfished? Catfishing is absolute in absolute reality. I have this used to have this uh, requirement. If we can't have a phone call, video of some court, FaceTime or whatever, depending, pending and depending where you may live, and if we mm-hmm. can't meet within 11 days, go the other way. I'm not going to be online with you for 24, 75 days if we never meet. And if you live more than an hour, 40 minutes away, keep it moving. Mm. Now, Mm. how do you make sure you're talking to the right person? One, within a matter of a a few minutes, just by messaging back and forth, you know whether or not you want to have a further conversation. So, therefore, give them a number. Go to Google. Mm -hmm. Get a Google free number, what have you, so you can protect yourself. But you're going to mm-hmm. find this. Online has become the safest way to meet and greet. Hmm. People can be just like the sophomores that go to college, can be whomever they want to be because nobody really knows who they are. All right. And so they will put on a show for you. But guess what? Within the first 35 to 40 minutes of constant texting back and forth, you'll see whether or not that person is consistent, that person has anything of substance to say, and whether or not you want to have a further conversation with them. So if that's possible, give them something where you can have a voice recognition or a voice confirmation to make sure, fellas, Mm -hmm. that you ain't talking to another fella and to make sure you're not talking to someone underage. It's true. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. With me, beautiful butterfly, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Now I got to see some baby pictures. I don't want to see. I don't want to <laughs> see no lingerie, no robe. I want to see baby pictures. I want to see you with your daddy. I want to make sure y'all look alike. I need two or three of them. <laughs> Nowadays they they stealing photos. They ain't got no baby. Pictures. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to see them. I want to see the doctor spank you. That's the naked one I want. See him whooping you. That's the one I see. <laughs> Absolutely, and. I actually have a I had a um a a question posed to ladies of if they could ask um a man anything, what would it be? Um one of the questions is would you sacrifice your pride and ego in order to receive the love of your life? Mm. Can I be honest with you? Of course. If you got to sacrifice your pride and your ego, you are not in love. Hmm. If you got to sacrifice, I did not say compromise, but if you got to sacrifice your pride and your ego, and listen what that actually perhaps would detail. Mm-hmm. What kind of sacrifice would you have to make for the love of your life? The love of your life is going to love you the way you are and nothing more, nothing less. So if you have to do flips to change and mold yourself in what somebody else wants, you're suffering from one thing and this one thing true. You're suffering from that's the love of your life, but you are nowhere near theirs if they got to change you. Mm. 
Why do you think that sometimes when people get in relationships, oftentimes you hear about, you know, whereas women, you know, oh, you know, girl, she unchanged, you know, since she got a man or, or man, he, he, he whipped now, you know, cause he, cause he has a, has a new old lady or whatnot. Why do you think it is that some people are willing, you know, willing to, and it goes back to what we we're talking about early in the show, kind of dumb themselves down, um, you know, change their, their habits and their ways um, to kind of show that person that they are, changing or lack thereof uh, to be a part of that relationship? Why is it that we feel we have to, I guess, put on these different personas and flaws just to keep from being by ourselves? Just for being by ourselves. Uh, are you saying being by yourselves by ourselves because we're dating someone else or because we're stepping out of the realm of our friends and family? Yeah, because we're stepping outside the rims of our friends and family. You know, that's a big question that is asked by the church. The pastors say you pray for God, but you pray to God for a man, but once you get him, you leave the church. You don't bring him back home. Friends hmm. say now that you have a man or a woman, what have you, you don't come around anymore. Right, you right. You know what? You know what? You know what, beautiful butterfly? Uh, if I hit the lottery, <laughs> I'm moving out of my neighborhood. <laughs> I'm doing something different. Y'all ain't going to find me. I'm changing my number. <laughs> so it's like when you find that special someone, what do I need y'all for? Right. You know, and especially, and I'm tell you this, if you are anticipating or marrying or moving forward with this person, you can't have the same friends, especially if all your friends are single. They're still mm-hmm. going to the club. They're mm-hmm. still trying to pass your number or, or pass you off. Mm-hmm. No. Stay focused with whom you are with. Don't lose track and don't lose yourself. But when it comes to your friends, when they're not happy because you're happy, then perhaps you have associates who have friend tendencies but not friends in the long run. Absolutely. Great answer. Great, great, great answer, you guys. And, of course, um, Oh, <laughs> you are definitely welcome. Um, of course, um, another one of those questions um, people have, um, Erica from Atlanta, uh, she says, most of my friends are married or either in a relationship. Oftentimes there are events where I'm always extended an invite, but I don't like being the third party. How do I tell them I don't want to go without offending them? And so oftentimes, you know, you have that. You have some friends who are married. You got some who are just in relationships, you know, but they want they want to invite that single friend out in hopes that they'll meet someone. Uh, is this is this a bad idea? Uh, should she, you know, turn them down when they extend the invite to them? Oh. No, but. Don't let don't allow someone to abuse your time. Don't think don't allow someone to believe that you are crippled to the point that they have to hook you up. And you shouldn't have to travel as a third wheel with somebody. Now hear this. There could be a possibility they're bringing you along to save the relationship that they have. Mm. Perhaps you're the one to keeping them from doing something crazy or going too far. 
perhaps. Perhaps you okay. just need help. Don't okay. look at it as if it's always something derogatory or towards you. Perhaps there's something that she's asking for that she really can't put in, uh, put out there in the words because you may keep her from going, period. Hear this as well. If you, but if you, that is a good relationship, and she invites you to areas where there are other people to meet, perhaps if you know this, those who hang to flock together tend to attract the same thing. So those who have married friends and people who are in relationships, if you hang with them from time to, you know, on a normal basis, eventually mm-hmm. you're going to be just like them in a relationship. I don't know how it happens, but God knows it does happen. <laughs> just don't just don't sit around at their house for a little while and you over there at 11 o'clock and they're putting on night clothes and things like that. <laughs> you may be in this whole other conversation. You heard me? <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Here yeah, for you guys who are just joining us, you guys, we are on here with Dr. Uwe tonight. You guys get some mental stimulation. So if you got some relationship, dating questions, intimacy questions, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139. Or uh, you can inbox me on Facebook at Bianca Sly, you guys. And, of course, uh, here we go here. Um, another question. Um, from our question about um, if the ladies could ask a man anything they wanted, what would it be? Um, a question is, what is your honest definition of a man? And how uh, did the most inf- influential man in your life measure up to that definition? Mm. The most influential in my life has been someone from a distance. I'm one of those who have grown up from grown up suffering from an absentee father. Mm-hmm. And so I searched in and seek high and low for what I thought could relate to called manhood. I tried mm-hmm. to get it through the knees of a woman. I tried to get it out of the street or what have you through violence and thinking that I had to beat another man in order to be a good man. I've even have gone through many fraternities and organizations, what have you, just to be associated with men of older caliber so they can teach me on the low, on the silent, what my father, who never was there, what manhood was. How did they measure up? I'll tell you this. Manhood is something that we're all searching for moment by moment, day by day. It's like womanhood. But I'm going to tell you this and hear me well. Manhood became evident in my life when I became a father. Hmm. I was no less of a man before, but I learned at that point that there was something greater than myself, and I had to become a mentor, a provider, a father on a whole nother page. Once manhood sets in, fellas, ladies, you realize that there's something greater, something better, and something that you are not only killed for, but something I was willing to die for. So manhood to me has always been whether or not I say what I mean, mean what I say. My word is my bond and my actions are true. And I Mm -hmm. would not lie just because I am afraid of somebody else's response, but I would tell the truth to the 
teeth to the tooth of the devil even necessary and no matter what happens. Manhood is having a backbone and standing on your own two feet. I'd much die on my feet than to live on my knees. Absolutely love it. And of course, um, I see all you guys on the phone lines, so don't be nervous. Uh, if you got a question you want to ask Dr. Uwe, go ahead and press 1, uh, or you guys can continue to send me your questions. Um, here's another uh, great question, uh, which I have oftentimes uh, wondered this myself. Um, let's see here. Okay. So, uh, we have a listener who says, why would someone who has no interest in marriage date someone who wants to be married? Oh, my goodness. That's called borrowed time. Now, mm-hmm. hear this. It's like, having, it's, a, it's like having a job just to take care of the bills right now, but knowing that you're still looking or a better, higher-paying job or occupation. Mm. They're called bridge relationships. Some right. people get into relationships knowing many things. They don't want children. They don't want to be married. They only want a relationship for a short period of time until their ex comes back, or they just want to make their ex jealous. Who knows? Why people do it? Now, hear this well. I've learned not to ask the question that I don't necessarily want the answer to. If you knew the answer to that, my friend, you might be doing the same daggone thing. So be glad mm-hmm. that you don't know. Be hopeful that you never find out and let that madness live somewhere else out of your own atmosphere. So mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, I don't know. I don't care. Just don't come my way. <laughs> Do you think that we as women, because I know that for some women, some women don't, you know, they don't care to, they, well, they say they don't care to, you know, be married and so forth, but there are some women. I have a, a, a friend now who is on the search, find her husband. You know, everybody around her is married or engaged, whatnot, and so she is on the prowl, so to speak. Uh, to have a husband. Do you think oftentimes when we go out, men and women, looking for something, we end up bringing back something that is is not oftentimes what we want or what we have desired? In the King James versions, there's a woman by the name of Ruth. Her mother-in-law was Naomi. And she told Ruth to prepare yourself for your husband's arrival. But if you go out looking for one, you're going to find one that is already a husband and they'll never be yours. Mm. So ladies, do what Juanita Bynum said when she was saying, and that is make your house welcoming for your king to come in. Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself in that manner. Don't go out loosely chasing or what have you because where you look for your husband, trust me, he won't be there. You're looking he's looking for you in one place, you in another place. Stay still 
and just be expecting. And he will show up. But here's another thing. You have to be able to recognize the man that's in front of you, the caliber and whether or not he's supposed to be with you. Any man Mm. out there you can marry, but there's only particularly one that's right for you. Right. So get yourself together. If you are out there just looking for any man, guess what? Any man will show up and any man will do. The one that gives you a little bit of sweet talk, the one that gives you that good sexing and all that other kind of stuff, by then it's already too late. The man that's looking for you already passed your by because you're in a relationship that you don't belong in. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. And, of course, here we have a, a caller here from area code 510, uh, last digits 9882. Uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Carrie. I'm calling from the Bay Area. How are you? Hey, Carrie. Doing hey, great. Carrie. We are on with uh, Dr. Uwe. And Carrie was one of those individuals who asked us some amazing questions today. Uh, you got a question or comment? Yeah I, yeah, I have a question about the doctor's last statement in regards to not looking for a husband. Mm-hmm. In yes. this current day and age where everyone is so busy, and, you know, moving about to and fro, the idea behind looking for a husband is that you're preparing yourself for a husband, not necessarily out there just giving anyone a try, but I don't know that I agree with the idea of sitting and waiting for him to find you because not all men are outgoing as far as in their search out there avidly searching from female to female, the idea mm-hmm. to just sit and wait for something to happen doesn't necessarily sit well in my idea of finding that person that you're looking for. Right. Well, that is absolutely valid. Kelly, I appreciate, you know, your comment, but I, maybe you could look at it this way. I said a little earlier. I don't know if he was on the air at the time, but uh, you said a woman should go look for a husband, correct? Karen? In a sense. Yes, okay. in a what sense. Is a husband? In a sense, you're looking what is for a husband? Yes. Right. But what is a husband? A husband, that should be your head. That should be no, no, the no, person no. who's there to protect you and provide for you. Correct. That is a person who is a head, a person that is a, a provider, and he's providing for who? His wife, right? He's providing. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a husband, that's already a married man. All I'm saying is prepare yourself to be a wife, and no matter what, Carrie, you're in the Bay Area, you know, uh, you know, California, it's all good. It's sunny out there. You can go to the beach. You can go to a nice uh, happy hour event. You can go to a wedding event. There's all types of events that are out there for you. I'm not saying to sit at home still in the dark and hope he comes and knock on the door because there ain't going to be nothing more than okay. a FedEx man or somebody trying to sell you some insurance. But <laughs> what you need to do is basically put yourself in a place to be seen and don't get up, you know, as some women would do, get on the dance floor and show their availability. They, they twerk, they do it. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is put yourself in a space where he shall find you and don't go out just looking for you because at that point, Beloved, Carrie, you tend to cheapen yourself if you go looking for one. Hmm. The best diamonds are those that are dug up. 
I hope that's, that helps. That's you. an interesting. That's that's an interesting concept. Okay, I'll continue listening. But that's an interesting concept. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling in, Carrie. Of course. If you have another uh, question, uh, just let me know, and I'll bring you back in. Okay, we'll do. Okay. All right, you guys, and of course. Um, another California question, question comes from Destiny uh, from California. She wants to know, is there a such thing as a true love? Oftentimes, I am having conversations with my girlfriends, whom some are married, and they have talked about those loves of the past, people that they were in love with, whether that was high school or college, but they don't express their current husbands in the same manner. So is there a certain such thing as true love? Yeah, there's a such thing as true love. And I want to say this uh, as before eventually time as time grows we become numb to the to the institution of marriage, relationships or love. Mm-hmm. But please people, hear me well. Don't ever give up on love. Even if you don't have it, don't know where to find it, you best believe love is still out there thriving and well. It is absolutely mm-hmm. healthy. Do not give up on love nor hope. So mm-hmm. it is possible. It is just something about us that has gone wrong that has made us feel less interested in the concept of love, perhaps we are hurt. Perhaps we've heard the stories of others and we become, I guess, dismayed. But never forget, love is always there and it will never die. Mm-hmm. What about those women and men whom have been hurt in relationships? Maybe they felt like, you know, they, they, they gave all that they could to that relationship. Mm -hmm. They were in love with that person and it didn't work out. What about those people who are just basically afraid? You know, they're afraid to have commitment with someone and they're afraid to, to share those words of I love you um, with someone. How do they get past that um, without, you know, just throwing away the whole idea of ever being in love again? You're gonna to have to step out on faith one, you know, one more time. Uh, it goes back to Carrie as well, and, and I want to say, uh, I think it's best to say that she is right, as well as me being correct in that aspect. I, mm-hmm. I believe you don't want to sit dormant and sit still, but you want to put yourself in position to find that mm-hmm. love, and mm-hmm. you don't want to want to isolate yourself and to believe or stunt your growth or happiness to believe that it's not out there for you. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. No matter what, somebody is out there looking for you and only you. They don't know your name. They don't know where to find you. Who knows? But somewhere, somehow, you're going to find that person. And it and I, I just don't know how to put it any more clearer, mm-hmm. but whatever is in your mind that is dominantly in your mind, 
according to what love is to you, you're going to get a product of that. Mm-hmm. So if you have positive thoughts of love and of happiness and a good relationship, it will come your way. Trust me. And I'm, only, I'm saying that because in the realm of psychology, it is absolutely true. Whatever you most dominantly think upon, that which shows up into your reality. Absolutely. 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 Um, and, uh, of course, uh, we're going to switch gears, you guys, because we got some folks uh, with some uh, intimacy. <laughs> Come you guys. <laughs> I know it was coming. So, <laughs> so we're going to get gonna my do... robe on. <laughs> What we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, you guys, we're going to come back and we're going to uh, get Dr. Uwe to give his insight on uh, some of these intimacy questions that some of the uh, folks have sent to me, guys. So stay locked, stay tuned right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show.
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, and this evening, you guys, we're having a uh, mental stimulation conversation with uh, Dr. Uwe, you guys, and, of course, um, tonight, uh, folks, we are delving into many genres, uh, so don't forget, if you're out there on the phone lines, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, or... Um, you can uh, hit me up uh, on Facebook um, at Bianca Fly, and I'd love to ask your questions here live on the air. I tell you guys, y'all, y'all really rolling them in uh, this evening. And so, um, wow, this is this is a popular uh, question as well. Don from Colorado, she says, "How okay. does a woman express her fantasy to her partner without offending them?" Sometimes you can mention the idea of doing certain things and men get offended because they feel like you're not, they're not pleasing you. When in all honesty, you are just suggesting more things that you like to do. How do we communicate this without our mates getting offended? Well, simply, very easily, you would have to make it as if it is his idea. (laughs) <laughs> you have to bring it up. Yes, it's called right. passive aggressiveness. It is manipulation. Right. Manipulation isn't right. a bad thing. It is a good thing. It is the art of negotiation. <laughs> so she would have to bring those chains, whips, ropes, whatever she's into, up to him and allow him to levitate, gravitate, whatever she wants to say or understand. It is for the best of them both and say, well, you know what? You've been talking about this, that, or the other, or we have been discussing that particular thing. I feel safe with you. This is what she should say. And I want to try it. And I cannot see myself trying with anybody else but you. So go ahead and bring the drill and the hammer and do me in. Very interesting. This one um, comes from Dwayne from Jacksonville, Florida. He says, me and my lady have an amazing time. We go places, we do things, and enjoy ourselves. However, when it comes to the bedroom, there just absolutely seems to be no chemistry. Oftentimes, I wonder if she's there presently, mentally, or is she somewhere else just by her body language? Is this a deal breaker for our relationship? Oh, it's absolutely a deal breaker because where there's, you learn in college where there's no good chemistry, there can never be any good history. So mm-hmm. he is actually on borrowed time. Now, the mm-hmm. problem with that is that she has mentally, and hear this, fellas. Once a woman has mentally checked out, it is soon and very soon for the physical to leave as well. Mm. Some people date people that should never have left the friend zone. Right. Once they get right. into the sheets, no matter what they got, no matter what they can do, they just don't feel them. No pun mm-hmm. intended. Mm-hmm. So that Therefore, you are on borrowed time. You're with another man's woman because her mind is not with you. Her body, trust me, don't want you. Very true indeed. Oftentimes, uh, 
um to Uwe in relationships. Um and I'm and I'm glad you you mentioned the fact about some when women usually <laughs> mentally check out of things. Um, you know, it kind of goes because if we lose interest, we we simply just lose interest. And it's hard, you know, getting that back. And so is there a way to go about not losing interest? Like how do where do you know when that moment comes where we feel like oh I'm 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 starting to fade I'm I'm starting to lose interest in certain aspects of this relationship? Is there a way of mending that before it gets to the point where you have pretty much mentally checked out and removed yourself from the situation, even though you're you're still with the person? It is. And and there's a such thing called anchors that I uh, teach those who are in my particular circle of space. When you're with, with someone in a relationship, you want to touch them within every seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they tend to become used to you touching them. And when they don't get that touch, then they're going to feel as if you need touch from them. And they will mm-hmm. seek that as well. It's the comfort. It is what's called an anchor. If I played a Luther Vandross or a B.E.D. from Jacquees or anything like that, that's going to take you back to a particular person, a place, you know, a moment in time. And those are called anchors. And you want to create those type of memories in your relationship. So should those dry days, no pun intended, come about, you always can look back on the good times and come fall right back in line. So you have to do on a constant, moment by moment, day by day at times, Check your relationship. Check the pulse of your relationship. And how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Touch the person you're with. Say nice things to them. The sweetest sound in anyone's ear is their own name. Mm-hmm. Mention your woman's name from time to time. Touch her when you right. say the name. She'll right. look at you. She'll feel different about you. And always, fellas, always speak up to your woman. Don't ever put her down. And ladies, a man really only understands respect and loyalty. They don't really understand the true concept of love. There is no love greater on this plane, on this earth, from a human being. Can, no other greater can come from a woman. A woman has the finest and the most delicate um, existence of love as a mother mm-hmm. and as a woman. It can't be beat. So don't even try right. to compete with that. But right. women, if you learn how to respect your man, give him, you know, a little, you know, pump his ego from time to time, trust me, it, it'll always be there. And don't worry about the bed. <laughs> the bed takes care of itself. It takes right. care of itself. Now, if you right. don't know what to do, then you have to buy my book. <laughs> Absolutely, you guys. And once again, you guys, we're all with Dr. Uwe tonight. You guys doing a little mental stimulation. And so we got another caller here, uh, area code uh, 513, uh, last digits 1695. Uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Uh, this is R- Romeo DiNazzi calling from Cincinnati, hey. Ohio. Hey, Romeo, how are you doing? Romeo. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah. We are on with uh, Dr. Uwe. You got a um, question or comment for us? Yes, I do. Um, 
My question is, do you feel that you can have a successful loving relationship if sex and intimacy isn't isn't there? Hmm. Romeo, you have actually have actually a profound question, my friend. There love sex and all that kind of stuff is relative. There's some mm-hmm. relationships that don't have it. You know, there's some that are restricting to wheelchairs, and there's some that's in a situation of dealing with uh, cancer and things of that nature, and that love and the intimacy is just as great as, and vibrant as ever. What's in mm-hmm. between your chest, my friend, your heart, what's in your mind, you love that person, all that other stuff really don't matter. Now, if we're dealing with those nowadays who are healthy, and, you know, sex is the balance or the common denominator from one relationship to the next, yeah, it's going to it's going to suffer. If you don't have that, and it's not coming frequently, and you're not you're not getting it the way you want to get it. Yeah, you're you're right. But there's a level of sexual maturity that no matter what you have, it's going to be good because you're with the person that you want to be with. So I I, I must say yes, and I say yes, sir, completely, uh, Mr. Romeo. You can have that type of relationship even without the sex or the so-called intimacy, because mm-hmm. intimacy is not just the kissing and the rubbing and the taking off the panty Absolutely. and all that other good stuff, you know. Intimacy right. is what you feel with that person. And I tell a lot yeah. of people, man, and intimacy are two different things. Right. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it, love well, thank it. you for answering, sir. Brother, Absolutely. I really appreciate your call, my friend. <laughs> I'll tell you guys, if um, speaking of mental stimulation, um Ladies, do yourself a, a favor and go follow uh, Romeo Dinati on Facebook. As uh, he is an amazing uh, poet, and he is great at what he does, ladies. So uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Go check him out. Uh, <laughs> thank you, brother. He I appreciate it. Uh, puts you in a great state of mind, and so thank you for calling in, Romeo. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy I was able to catch the show. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, uh, we hope you'll continue listening to the rest of the show. Absolutely, Tuesday and Thursday. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thank <Awesome>. you. <laughs> All right, you guys. All right, and um, we're going to do our last question here um, coming from Carissa uh, from Arizona. She says, oftentimes, me and my partner, when we, when me and my partner are having sex, I don't mm-hmm. have an orgasm. I just mm-hmm. seem to go with the flow. <laughs> no How do I have a communication? Uh, how do I communicate with him um, about the fact that I am not having or orgasm or is it something that I need to be working on within myself I think mm, yeah that's a good question I must say she has to be careful she can hurt a man's sexual ego once she expressed to him that she's not being satisfied Men mm, are like okay. boys in some, they're like, you know, their sexual maturity is not always there. You find a good man, he's going to trust me. He's going to make sure you're quivering, shaking, 
and you know he gets that right response. A lot of men are selfish. <laughs> we get that. Mm-hmm. So what she's going to have to do is teach herself how to teach him to make her arrive, come, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Find out in her own private moment through research of some sort what it is that is within her own body that may be keeping her from getting there. Now, I'm going to tell you okay. this, ladies. Tell you this. What, tends, what, what has been uh, known in a lot of women when they actually have uh, overstimulated the female organ through toys or what have you, they tend to have a difficulty having uh, natural or organic pleasure with a man because they've mm-hmm. actually had worn that kitty out. All right? So mm-hmm. be careful there. Also, drink more water and increase your imagination. I've always mm-hmm. said what's in between the ears is the best penetration you can have. All women don't experience the orgasm and mm-hmm. as such as the others have said, or have told her when she was coming up or whatever it might be. But there's right. some level of fulfillment. Find out what is your orgasm. But hear this too. Learn how to get it in other measures, other ways. Because you can, you can actually go to a therapy session. Right. You can have a nice sit-down session with your man and explore the body. That might be yours. I don't know your body. You do. Find out mm-hmm. what it is and what works best for you. And I would be a fool, beautiful butterfly, to sit here and think I have all the answers. I would be an idiot. What I do know is for those that have have helped themselves, these are the things that they have told me. I'm not a woman. I don't want to be one. Trust me. Trust me. My (laughs) lips are too big and my hair is too good. I can't do it. You're going to have to find out your own niche, baby girl. Yeah. Oh, your body, Absolutely. and you will you will increase the quality of your sex life. Absolutely, I love that because oftentimes, um, Doctor Uwe, we we we've had heard of women whom, when it comes to having a orgasm, it's a not only a a physical the body struggle, but it's a mental struggle because, as women, even as young ladies, we some of us have were taught you know, masturbation, all these things were bad, you know. Um, I've, I've mm. had guests on the show who even were told, you know, they were going to hell, you know, being involved in the church mm. if, if they did things of that nature. So do you believe that, that those mindsets and those words have impacted women a lot to the point where sometimes we, we do, like you suggest, have to get to that point where we – get to know ourselves and, and, and what satisfies ourselves versus, you know, keeping that mentality that what I'm doing is, is wrong. Uh, a woman of older age would, would have done them a big favor if they would have just told them that a mirror can be your best friend. Mm. <laughs> you already know where this is at. You got to know yourself. You don't have to sit there and lust for the orgasm or to be touched and those type of things. But it is, I don't care who tell you, your pastor or your bishop, it is natural. 
to desire pleasure. It is natural. So for someone to tell you that you're going to hell, guess what? It's probably because they're already there and they don't want to they don't want you to meet them there. But the <laughs> fact of the matter is, know your body, know yourself, and if you take the advice of others, you are subject to living the lifestyle that they live. Mm. Be careful whom you take advice from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. And uh, what we're going to do, you guys, we're going to take um, our last break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to let um, Dr. Uli share his final words and thoughts with us this evening, you guys. So don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back with the more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show.
worship, baby. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, and we are back, you guys, and winding down. Uh, we've had a great evening with Dr. Uwe on here, you guys, for some mental stimulation on this Thursday evening, you guys. And I know many of you have had an awesome time on the show. Um, I am receiving texts and inboxes and emails uh, saying that people have loved, loved the show tonight. Man, Dr. Uwe, you remember that song that I just played? Oh, yeah. Oh, He's a player. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Oh my God. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. And of course, uh, we definitely want to thank all of the uh, listeners and the callers who called in this evening uh, for their questions and comments. And uh, so, Dr. Iwi, uh, what are your final yeah. words and thoughts? Um, for the folks this evening. First and foremost, I want to thank you, Miss BB, Miss Beautiful Butterfly, and the family of WRN thirteen twenty eight for having me on. It has always been a blessing just to come and share what I think I know. Uh, I just want to leave you all with this: the self improvement is the basis of community development. If you want to see better, you got to be better. And do better. And realize realize this, ladies, men, you have the right to be happy. And do not allow anyone, anyone to take that away from you. But, ladies, you have a responsibility above all because where there is no good women, there can never be any good men. And if I, Dr. Uwe, have offended or confused anyone, please charge it to my personality and not my heart. I mean the best. You can find me on Blog Talk Radio as well from time to time. My my shows are in archives at this moment. I'm actually just going from place to place and whom I'm actually have uh, – I'm being invited to come and speak or be a part of their shows. I'm not actually doing mine at the moment. But if you desire to listen to a few of mine way back in the day, you can hear Miss Beautiful Butterfly and a few other friends there. You can find me at blogtalkradio.com. That is a backslash Dr. D-R-O-O-H-W-H-E-E. 
I promise you there'll be some shows on there that's absolutely benoodles. BB, I really <laughs> appreciate you. Absolutely, my pleasure. It was wonderful having you on here. We're gonna have to do this again. <laughs> I definitely loved having you coming on, sharing your insight uh, with the listeners and the callers, and I appreciate you. And hope you'll come back through and, and visit with us again soon. I have no choice. This is family. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right. So I'll be talking with you soon, and you have a great rest of your evening. I uh, do the same. And don't make sure you don't put too much pepper on your food here. <laughs> I'll try not to. <laughs> All, right. <Later>. But, <laughs> All right, you guys, that was Dr. Uwe, you guys. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, um, amazing, amazing thing uh, to get to know. And uh, uh, for you guys out there who were listening, called in, um, if you got any comments, thoughts, feel free. Email me, inbox me. I'll forward the information on to him, um, and maybe he can help. Uh, further your um, answer, further your questions, um, and all of those great things. And so, coming up, folks, um, next week uh, we are um, going to be uh, bringing. Um, not actually next week. This Thursday, my goodness, the week is getting away from me. Uh, but this Thursday, you guys, uh, we're going to have Muhammad Shakur. He's going to be joining us this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And he's going to be talking about the importance uh, of fatherhood and parenthood and and uh, being married, um, the roles of a husband and all of those great things. So he's going to be joining us this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And so uh, with that said, guys, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Uh, once again, thank you so much to Dr. Uwe for coming through uh, the Beautiful Butterfly Show. We definitely appreciate you. And to all of the callers um, from all over who called in, um, Man, uh, 913-310-4422-928-7043368648 and the 513s and 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 it goes on above them. So, thank you guys from calling from all over. We appreciate you guys that continue to support our show and us over here at YRN 1328. And so, with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Hope you have a fantastic evening and I'll see you Thursday. Have a good one. Hey!
Not now, but right now. 